Welcome to Diamond Niners Weekly. That's right, I said Diamond Niners Weekly. This is Nick, as always, here with Kevin. What's up, Niner Nation? Producer Brad. Hey, hey. And check, watch this, watch this trick, Kevin. I got, let's see, head coach Robert Woodard. Hey, everybody. And I got Toby McNeil. Hey, guys. Check that out. How we doing? I got, like, all kinds of people in here. We are back. This is season three. Believe it or not, after we were able to sit down and talk to Coach Woodard uh, and do do that podcast with him, which, by the way, you guys have, have – the response to it has been fantastic. About 200 of you have listened to that just in the last week. Um, Believe it or not, we didn't we didn't do anything to get thrown out. In fact, Coach Woodard asked us to come back. Yeah, no, we had a blast. So welcome back. <laughs> we're we're back in here, and really the plan is and something we wanted to, to uh, spend a few minutes talking about. First of all, we're we're trying to go live right now, technologically speaking. Um, I, we have no idea if that's working right now. So if you can hear us live over Twitter, tweet us or something and tell us that's that's working. Um, it's it's the internet, you know. I, I don't know how this stuff works, um, so we're we're giving it a shot. It, it may or may not work, but we'll keep working on that. The goal is to get this where we can where we can go live. Um, but we're definitely going to drop this for you. You'll be able to ha- get this uh, on re- to, through your regular channels on Friday morning. And the goal is this year, instead of doing a, re- a weekend recap, we want to do the show ahead of the weekend to try to get you keyed up. And focused in and locked in for what lies ahead every weekend. And basically, because, well, Kevin, we, we aren't, well, you, people get tired of hearing us talk, don't you think? Yeah, I don't think anybody wants to hear us talk. Yeah. so That's not true. Uh, well, the idea is that we don't know what we're talking about. So we just got some people who know what they're talking about. Y'all know what you're talking about, right? Well, we hope so, right? I mean, we, we were certainly here often enough to... We should. <laughs> okay. So here, here's what we're going to do. We got this new we're, – we're, we're changing the name of the show. We're doing it a little differently. We're going to try to bring it to you on Thursday nights. And uh, the, the schedule with, with, you know, road schedules and stuff like that, that will have to change. But it's Thursday night. It's Christmas Eve. Yep. It's the night before the first game. And I guess where we want to start with this is, is, Coach, you are less than 24 hours away from making your head coaching debut. How are you feeling? Awesome. I mean, what's what's going on with you? What's going on inside? I'm just excited. Um, you know, it's, it's we've we've just been so tunnel vision on on practice and recruiting and building and networking and meeting people and everything. It's like, and as we sit here right now, I look out on the field and there's another uniform and it feels great. And <laughs> right behind that uniform in the left field wall, it's got the city of Charlotte spelled out, and it just. It just feels so good. I, I, I wish I could put it into words, but um, I'm I'm sitting here with you guys and next to one of my best friends and Toby and and the rest of the coaching staff here. It's just you know I really can't put into words how it feels. Well, we're pretty geeked up about this too, Coach. I mean, this is this is our, our third third year doing this, and when we started this, would would you have ever guessed that we'd end up doing this, Kevin? Uh, no, no. Well, <laughs> I'd hoped one day maybe, but. <laughs> This is uh this is pretty nice. Uh, we're sitting at the Hayes, uh, like you said, Christmas Eve, uh, watching VCU take uh, take uh, infield outfield, do a little practice here. Uh, it's pretty neat. Yeah, we wouldn't it, we we would have liked to have said this could happen, but we wouldn't have said it out loud because that would have been like you know that would have been sillier to say, right? But here we are. Here we are. Here we are. So, all right. So, 
coach, uh, this is where I want to start tonight, and, and we're we're just going to kind of we're just kind of got to go. We yeah. want this to be kind of open forum and and you know not not scripted and just kind of kind of run with it. Some dudes sitting around talking Charlotte baseball. Love it. But you several things, including some papers in front of you, and we've seen it several places. Say nine across the chest. Yeah, we keep seeing nine across the chest. Can you explain nine across the chest? Sure. Yeah. It, um, for us, it stands for the the nine letters in the city of Charlotte and on our coaching staff. And not to discredit Coach Stott, who's from Clayton, North Carolina, but four of us are from Charlotte, like, like Ryan Benson from right. Clayton. Four, four of us are from here. You know, we, we we grew up here. We were raised here. Our families are here. The city means a lot to to our coaching staff, and we have a lot of players on our team from Charlotte. And some of our we have a, a whole slew of former players that are from the city of Charlotte. So. You know, really at our core, we want our baseball program, we want anybody that comes across our baseball program, our coaches, our sports staff, to really feel the energy and the passion for the city. And um, when, I, when my car was packed up and I was, I was driving in, um, I hadn't even had my first day on campus yet, I was driving and I was just thinking about how special you know, it was to be driving home and to not be having to be leaving like normal holidays over the last however many years. Mm-hmm. And it just came to me that, you know, we need to do something um, to, you know, to really depict our passion for the city. And so um, you think about the jersey and you have the nine letters of the city of Charlotte across the chest. And while driving, I really, you know, was thinking about, you know, what, what, are, what are nine traits or attributes that I would, as a coach, I would really like for our players to kind of and, and represent. And... You know, for me, you know, obviously the first letter starts with C, and it's got a, and, and that is character. And without character in our locker room, it doesn't matter how much talent we have, we cannot be successful. So not only do we have to recruit high-character players, but we have to develop character while it's here on campus. And from there, we move on to humility. We want our players to, you know, when they have success, we want them to deflect the spotlight um, to, to others. That's that's really important. Um, accountability is the next letter. And, you know, for me, I think you, you look at any successful organization, team, program, it, it, accountability has got to be there. Um, and that comes with high standards. Um, the letter R is for relentlessness. And that's just kind of that blue collar mentality where, you know, there's going to be days where we get punched in the mouth with something that we've got to respond to, or maybe we're tired or fatigued and we need to bounce, we, we need to push through it. So, you know, that's, that's what the letter R represents. L is loyalty and having the guys back next to you. And, um, that, that's gotta be unwavering. Um, the letter O is for opportunity and that is for, you know, everybody affiliated with our program has an opportunity to prove themselves. And that's every single day. There's whether that's in the weight room or that's in the classroom or that's on the field or the community, wherever it is, you just you have an opportunity to, to represent yourself a certain way and, and do things a certain way. The, ne- the first T is for toughness. And, and you know, that, that kind of it's pretty straightforward what that one stands for. We've got to be a team with toughness. Um, the, ne- the next letter is tenacity. And we need to be a tenacious team that that's, you know, again, just hungry and competitive and, and cutthroat. Um, when the time calls for it, and lastly, the last letter is E, and that that can stand for that stands for energy and emotion. 
those are those are both attributes that we we feel as though for us to be you know a, a team that's hosting regionals and winning conference championships and making runs to go play in the college world series we've got to we've got to play with energy and we've got to play with emotion and with four of the five guys on staff from charlotte we certainly have that about this city so that has to be included that's pretty awesome you came up with that on i-85 i guess yeah headed south and and then pulled over and, and wrote that down? Yeah, yeah. I think I pulled over to Starbucks or something and, and made sure or, I put that down. I didn't want to forget it. Panera. Yeah, Panera. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Pulled over. That. That's, that's pretty awesome. I, yeah. I'm impressed not only that you came up with that, but that you can just recite it like that. Because if you put me on the spot, I would spell Charlotte wrong. I'm not even kidding, Toby. Well, you know. <laughs> he's looking at me like, "What? No, I would if I get put on the spot, I would straight up misspell Charlotte." We're passionate about this place. We're passionate about the city. We all are, and it uh, it means a great deal to us. Uh, that is awesome. So here we are. We're we're in the haze. We got we got VCU out there. They're practicing. That's what they're. How long are they going to be on the field? Do you think? What they, what they Probably got? two hours or so. Yeah, two they, hours they at six. And you guys were you guys were on for two hours before that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, why don't we do this? Um, we're we're going to work through several things, and before we get out of here, we're going to get a going to get a scout on VCU, so we kind of know what to what to look for and what you guys are looking for as far as matchups go. Sure. Um, but we with everything this, you're going to put your first you you are going to put your first ever you're going to turn your first ever lineup card in. Yeah. And you're going to put your first ever team on the field. Why don't we? Why don't we go around? This is what normally we would do at this point, except Kevin and I would just ramble on about what we think is going on at every position. Why don't we kind of work our way around the diamond and and talk about talk about what we got going, and and we can you know look at look at who who's going who we can look to contribute where. That sound good? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, you want to start? You want to start offensively or defensively? Well, let's uh, let's just go um, start on the mound. Whatever you want to do. Why don't we'll come back to the mound? Why don't we start at catcher? Okay. And then we'll work our way around the infield into the outfield and, and, and do there. What what that I don't know why we do it that way. That's just the way we do it. Why don't we start a catcher? What do you what do you got going for us? Yeah, I mean I would expect to see Jacob Whitley in the lineup behind the dish tomorrow night. Um he he and Craig Keichel have had a really awesome battle back um, you know, and I, I use that term loosely because they're both gonna catch for us. Um, you know, it's just Wit's gonna catch game one or at least start the game behind the dish for us. Um and he's done a tremendous job, and he's 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 such a leader. They're both such leaders for us. You could really flip a coin, um, but he's he's really earned the opportunity to start game one back there for us. And catcher is definitely a spot where you need. I mean, you might you're playing five games in a week, you know. Yep. You multiple guys. Got it. You got to have the physical skill set, and you, but but more importantly, and, and we're lucky to have two of them. You got to have the mental skill set as well. How how cool is that for for Whitley, Kevin? We we watched him, and I mean, he's come up to the program, and I mean, here he is. He's senior year. Um, he's, he's really earned earned his spot. You listen yeah. as a senior? You looking at me? Did I get that right? I thought he was a junior. Is Whitley a junior? Yeah, he's junior. Okay, yep. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're oh, getting we're, him. We're, well, he had a, he had, he had a transfer year. You're, yeah, right, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. He, yeah. He's been here, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's sat behind all Again, conference. Again, this is why we bring y'all in, because yeah. we don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but, you know, he's kind of earned his stripes. Yeah, he sat behind uh, all-conference catcher last year, and and, right. uh, and now he's going to get his shot. I yeah, like, and he's deserved it. He's earned it. I, I love love stories like that. Yep. I mean, and uh, speaking of catchers, we got Tyler Simmons lurking in the background back there. Yeah, he's, he's, he's with those guys every day, and he does a phenomenal job. There's, You know, they're doing a million drills, and, and – He's filming them. I mean, he's giving them feedback. He's 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 done a phenomenal job with our catchers this year and prior to us getting here. Coach Simmons has got better things going on. He's got food. 
back there. Yeah. So he's he's eating, he's eating dinner. Yep. That's yeah. All right. So we got so Whitley. We can look there, and we got Keuchel in there as depth. And I think we're probably going to hear some more about him later. Yep. But let's let's switch over to first base. Sure. Yeah. No. We've um, we've been working out Josh Haney at first base a lot recently, and um, again, I haven't filled out the the official lineup card for tomorrow, but. Um, we really like what we've seen in, in a short stint with his athleticism and dynam- dynamic ability over there, um, his range. Um, he's also he, – he's a, he's a quarterback, you know, in terms of leadership skill set on the field. So being able to have him over there is, is big. Um, so we've, we've worked him there. Um, Rafi Vasquez has done a tremendous job of, of really focusing on improving his game and becoming a complete, complete player. Um, and then we have David McCabe, who we'll talk about here in a little bit. But he's, I mean, golly, that's. If you, I mean, if you could draw up a defensive first baseman, that's that's really what you want to look want it to look like. But just in terms of trying to trying to go up against a right-handed pitcher in a lineup, this is you know I would expect to see probably probably Josh Haney there opening day. And see, you this this podcast has already gotten better because if we do if we do this, if just Kevin and I are sitting here with Brad, we are not talking about Josh Haney playing first base. That one, we, yeah, yeah. We we saw a lot of scrimmages and stuff in the fall exhibitions, and uh, that's all that's what we're going on. But uh, yeah, that's that's but again, that's that's why we get help, right? This is yeah. this yeah, is yeah. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like he's he's also, I mean, he's a great third baseman, and and he can play short, he can play second, he can play all over, but. Um, you know, we're for us. We think we're trying to. We're really trying to prioritize. Um, you know, the pitching and defense side of it. So, and when we we want to put the team out there that, hey, you know, let's only give them three outs. And um, you know, from what we've been seeing, we th- we think that Haney gives us a shot to, you know, to get to another level defensively while keeping his bat and some other bats in the lineup. I'm good with all that. Yeah, it seems like you had a lot of guys that were interchangeable at the corners. Um, we do, yeah. We're we're fortunate there. There, there. We've we've got some options to kind of move guys around, and we work guys at multiple positions. We don't ever keep guys at just one position in, in practice. That's good because if you're a third baseman, you might be playing behind second base mm-hmm. in this type of defense. Yeah, so. absolutely. Good point. So let's shift over to second. What we got? What we got going there? Yeah, I think I think Niner fans will see a man, uh, you know, a staple there. Um, Carson Johnson. Um, he's he's played a great second base for us, and he's he's really taken his game kind of to another level defensively. Um, so I wouldn't, you know, you'll you'll see him over there at second base doing his thing. And that see, we'd have got that one right, Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> we'd have gotten that one right. What, what tell us tell us about shortstop? Shortstop. Um, yeah, you should probably. We've 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 got a couple options there. Um, I'll start with Tate Pennington, um, you know, local local product who's who's really again he's he's probably added gosh I don't know ten twelve pounds since August and really worked hard in the weight room to to put on some strength along while maintaining his speed. So um, you know we really like his range and again using the word dynamic ability again over there at short and and become much more vocal in terms of communicating and just stuff like that I mean it's it's been really fun to watch and and I credit him and his work ethic and I credit you know our coaches and and B-Rob working with him every single day I mean it's it's been really fun to watch Tate Pennington kind of take it all to another level so um, I'll start with him we also have a really a really nice um, young young player we call Rook uh, (laughs) Zach Weston Um, he's you know again another local product and gosh he's just I mean, if, if if 
Penny put on 10 or 12 pounds. I think I think West put on 20 pounds and maintained his speed. I mean, he's he's really. I mean, Coach Patrick in the weight room with some of these guys. It is. It's been fun to watch. So West has put on a good. 18 to 20 pounds since he's come to campus and, and maintain his mobility and his speed. So very fundamental player. Um, he's, a, he's, you know, we've, we've, we're working on trying to get him a little more vocal, right? But um, um, he's, he's kind of a quieter, quieter guy. But, uh, man, he's, he's really sound. He, can, he, makes, he makes the routine plays. When he's in the box, he's got some of our best plate discipline. He really grinds out at bats deep counts will take walks keeps the line moving that he's that kind of player and so it's going to be one of those two guys at short tomorrow really um you know probably sleep on it and make and make a call but they're both going to be over there and you're going to you're going to see them both in the mix either you know on some somewhere in the dirt or the brown turf on our infield <laughs> the brown so turf <laughs> take yeah take the righty and and west yeah. is the lefty so you kind of got that mm-hmm. uh, match up with the pitchers uh, yep. depending on the who you see out there um mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they have announced. Are they starting a righty or lefty tomorrow? Um, unoffici- unofficially a righty, but I think they. I think they're working through some things just to get squared away. I don't think. Okay. I don't think it's been an official announcement. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think it's worth noting, Coach, that that uh, Kevin and I have put on some weight in the off season too. Yeah. Awesome. We're, we uh, we support making gains. We, we were not working with Coach Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh, maybe we should. We need what, to. what subs are you guys on? We need to. <laughs> uh, gotta get on the right subs. Gotta get on the right subs. Um, we're on the wrong ones. It, it, <laughs> yeah, all the wrong ones is you know is like sugar. Is that a supplement? Yeah, absolutely. It counts. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so well, we got work to do. All right, so let's keep going around the diamond here. Uh, switch over to third base. Yeah, third. Um, we talked about him earlier, but David McCabe, I mean, golly, it's uh, it's fun to watch. Uh, I mean, you see a kid that size, and you're and you're like, okay, like he's gonna be a little, he's he's not gonna be able to move that well, and this and that. Like he is, he is a really fun player to watch, and um, he's a heck of an athlete. He's probably he's probably got our best arm on on the field. So, I mean, again, like I said, he's. He can really navigate first base, and he's a huge target, and and he can pick everything at first. But to give us the option over there at third with with that arm strength, we can play him deeper, and he can just make a few more throws that some other guys can't. Um, and so we're gonna we're gonna start start out with him over there, and you know again just kind of depends on kind of how things shake out. But I think that Niner fans will really enjoy watching him play. Um, he's a draft eligible sophomore, so you know, I fans, I would, I would try to come out and see David McCabe play as much as possible these next two years. Well, we were trying to temper our excitement since he's a freshman, but listening to you talk, it's, it's not helping that at all. Yeah, he's, um, he's we, a special. You're not player. helping me out. Yeah, we here. saw, we saw him in the fall, and uh-huh. um, that one day, probably. I mean, we talked about this before. Um, yeah, he put on a hitting display from both sides of the plate. He hit for average power from both sides of the plate, and you yeah. said he's got the best arm. Yeah, I mean he's yeah he's special, and you know there's gonna be there's gonna be a learning curve, right? I mean he's 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 first first go around the college level, but you know I, you, you can't unsee some things. I guess is the best way to put it. And we've seen it enough in practice, and we've seen it enough in scrimmages, and and then the weight room, and yeah, I mean he's gonna be he's gonna be worth the price of admission for for Niner fans to come come to the Hayes yeah, for sure. He actually he um, last fall his team the Ontario Blue Jays came here played the Niners in an exhibition and uh they scored one run and it was a solo shot 
from it was opposite field left yeah left-handed he had opposite field um, the ontario so. blue jays scored one run and it was some mccabe kid hitting a hitting a ball over the screen out there <laughs> in in left center yeah. over the trees and everything i think there's a there's a longtime atlanta brave scout in the area named billy best and and I think Billy Best says when something like that happens at a game, he'll just be in the stands when a kid does something like that, and he'll just go, scholarship, scholarship. <laughs> <laughs> and, and sure enough, yep. scholarship, yes. sure enough, McCabe. Uh, he cranked one out of here. Himself it a it bit was bit left. Bit. He was. Yeah. I think he was hitting lefty yep, that at bat, and he went uh, went oppo, cleared the trees, and we saw Bo Rob after that game. We're like, Bo, did you see that? Already offered him. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I already offered him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You mentioned the getting the college experience with that Ontario Blue Jays team. They traveled up and down the East Coast playing like Florida State and all these a lot of a lot of powerhouse colleges in exhibition. So he's seen some pretty good pitching. He's, I'm he's a too. very mature player. Yeah. He's got a great pulse. Um, he's a very heads up player. Um, he he communicates with the other guys on the field. He thinks ahead. I mean, he does he does all. He's a He's an extension of the coaching staff, as, and then for a freshman, that's pretty special, right? Like, I mean, that's it's very it's very advanced. A lot of so, like I said, it'll it'll be fun fun to watch. And our listenership has gone way up in Canada. There you go. Yeah. Well, it, that makes us international. Yeah, it does. Right, and and you know, it's pretty cool. Um, I don't think I'm I don't think I'm speaking out of turn. I hope this is not a surprise. Of course, I don't. I don't. Did we ever decide? Do we think this the, the live thing's not working? Is it? We I mean, we don't know. We don't know. I'm not looking at Twitter, so I don't know if it's working or not. But anyway, hopefully I'm not ruining a surprise. Uh, I heard a couple days ago his dad, his dad's coming in tomorrow. Nice. He is, is going is gonna to land sometime during the day and then come to the stadium. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, what's the – what's he'll – if you want to talk to David McCabe's father, that won't be hard to do, I don't think. Um, it's going to be what in the in the forties, upper forties, lower fifties. Mm-hmm. We're all going to be bundled up. There'll yeah. be there'll be a guy walking around in shorts and a t shirt, putting sunscreen on. That'll be the guy from Canada. Go yep. talk to him. Yeah, go welcome him to the Charlotte family. Just, just another just another day. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, would be like, what's wrong summer, with you? Just a summer day for, for what, McCabe. Thing. What's wrong with you guys? Yep. All right, cool. So let's let's head to the outfield. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I'll, we'll start in center field with Todd Elwood. Um, we got that one right too, Kevin. Yeah, you got. I mean, we got that. You know, he he's he look he's he's you talk about quarterback on the field. I mean, we will we'll have some information in our in our outfielders' back pockets on some hitters and stuff like that. But you know, you know, and Woody will look at that. But I mean, he's probably he's probably already got them all memorized now in terms of just you know where to play and who to play who to play where. And you know, he's always communicating the counts and the situations to guys and making sure guys are throwing in the right places. So. You know, on top of all the you know the speed and the range and everything that he brings at center field, he does all those other things for us too. So, um, it's um, you know, that's that's how we're going to lead off the the year at our center. Well, I mean, he's just got he's just got all that, and his speed is unbelievable. I mean, he's just he's a fantastic player, and now he is a senior. I know that. <laughs> um, when when he graduates, we lose our team mom too. Yeah, she, yeah, Ms. Elwood's great. And we yeah. lose Angie Elwood, and then but she had one of our highest bid auction items at the uh, at the banquet. She had a really, she had a great, a great like um, handmade quilt that, yeah. that yes, did really she well. Did. It, was, it was really cool. That was fantastic. It was, um, I think, I think Coach Simmons helped her get some of the stuff, the so the old jerseys and T-shirts and stuff like that, and made a quilt out of it. Yeah, um, really cool. And I don't know what it. it I don't know what it ended up, but it was north of two hundred dollars last yep. time I saw it. Yeah, I think it and, went. Yeah, I think it went. What, yeah, four hundred, three hundred, 
300 400 somewhere around there. like $400 oh my gosh wow yeah I was I was really I really wanted it but I was trying to it would have come in handy if I had won that if I had paid 400 bucks it would have been good because I'd have been sleeping on the porch so <laughs> I could have it would have kept me warm too right so the neat, thing, the neat thing about Todd too right is he's got the lineage he's got he's got brothers that have yeah. played here so um, that's that's a neat thing yeah coach uh, when when Brad was patrolling right field, we used to sit here and and hope somebody would would send a runner. <laughs> runner at second, we start talking. Hey, send that guy. Come on, send that guy. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times. Yeah. Well, it actually we found out it got to be a little brotherly competition because I think Todd didn't Todd pass Brad's assist assist number outfield assist number. And they were kind of, as I was told, as the story was relayed to me, there was kind of some back and forth. And uh, I said, yeah, well, I mean, Todd, I mean, Todd is good. I said, but they stopped running on Brad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. He won the um, Gold Glove, uh, Collegiate Gold Glove his senior year or something, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's I, I asked. That's why I asked Angie. I said, do you have you any more sons? <laughs> you have any more outfielders? Because <laughs> we could, I mean, take another, right? Yeah. So, cool. Sure. All right, let's keep going. Yeah, moving around, we'll have a, uh, we'll likely have another young guy in left field, Dominic Palali. Um, Dom's done. I mean, he literally will run through a wall to catch anything. Um, so you know, we, we've seen that in the preseason. So um, he, he's he's a very talented player. Um, brings it every single day. He's got one one speed when when he's out there on the field or on the base paths and. Um, again, you know, like, like, like a lot like Wes in terms of he's he's not super vocal, um, but I think that's probably just more just being with kind of a younger guy. But he's um, he might have the best bat speed on our on our team. I mean, he can. Um, I'm not trying to give too much away, but I mean, he's he's got some he's got some good. They'll bat know speed. soon enough. He's, won't they? Yeah, he's got some good bat speed there, um, and and he he's done a really great job of of staying in the strike zone with his pitch selection. And just finding ways to get on base. So, um, and then on top of that, he's he's got a good arm and, and covers a lot of ground and left. So, um, that's that's what we're looking out there. I, I was I was tempted, and, and you you hate to, to like pigeonhole guys, or but but for Niner fans out there, I mean, uh, I've kind of compared Paloli to like a to like a uh, in terms of the way he plays and the energy he plays with, like a young TJ Nick Ting. Mm. Um, TJ would do. Well, TJ do it all kind of crazy stuff, but I, there there were a lot of things you were saying that was making me think TJ until mm-hmm. you said not very vocal, because <laughs> that TJ. I've been around I've been around TJ enough. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, TJ can't be quiet. If you know? he, he can, if he plays like TJ, we will we will be good. Yeah, I, be good yeah, for sure. Great player, absolutely. Okay, all, awesome guy too. All right, so so we let, we got two of the three spots. Yeah, we've, yeah. I mean, we've we we talked about it a little bit before we came on air. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're Again, we'll see. We'll see what shakes out. But likely tomorrow we'll open up with Craig Keuchel in right field. And Keuchel's a recruited catcher, and he caught. He and Whitley caught the entire preseason and fall. And so you know to have scrimmages be at a level at which pushes guys and challenges guys and our pitching staff is is and that sort of thing. And again, it's no knock on on our third or our fourth catchers at all, really. But just you know to to have a scrimmage at a level that you need to to be at to improve you know you've got to have really good guys back there so i mean kygo and willie have caught 
pretty much every inning in the fall in the preseason. So you're really, when you do that, you're you're kind of limited in terms of working those guys at other positions. I mean, you can do it in skill work, but um, I mean, Coach Bicknell and the coaching staff. I mean, they just, you know, we're we're we start looking at taking the two scrimmage lineups, and you're, you got it right. Like you got to combine them into one right. um, for opening day, and. You know, I mean, Kike's, Kike's swings looks great. Um, again, getting back to the plate discipline thing, he's he's really he's really doing some damage on some balls that are in the zone and leaving the ones out of the zone at a, at a good at a good rate. So um, we're just looking for ways to kind of be creative. And you know, if we if we don't have to sacrifice defense for it, in our opinions, and we can keep that bat in the lineup, that this gives us a chance. And golly, if if he doesn't seem to come pretty natural out there to us, then. Um, you know, I'd be a little bit surprised. I mean, it's, it's, there's going to be a learning curve because he's, I mean, he, he's, I mean, he's, you're driving this car straight off the lot. You know, there, there, there's not any, there's no, there are no miles on Craig Keiko in right field. But from a, from a talent and ability and a skill set, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's impressive. I mean, the throw, the, the, the arms there, the arm accuracy is there, the instincts are there. Um, so, you know, I think I'm, I'm I'm excited to see it, honestly. Well, now when we walked in, uh, Coach Bicknell, you were you were out there, you were working him in right field, right? We were. We, we were just getting him a couple reps. The kid loves being at the field, so he likes to work a lot. So, oh yeah, we're, we're Justin. As there you, you as go. Talking there about that, yeah, B- we're good. BCU's over there working on that uh, indoor facility, trying to the wall, try to play, try to. No, play. I, I'm in. I, Is I, that I, what they're doing? We yeah, have. They're shooting some balls out there. We've gotten fortunate to have um, a number of hack attack machines, and so uh, I try. We try as much as we can to incorporate the hack attacks for the outfielders to give them a live look at balls up against the wall on the track in the corner, deep to center, um, and so. Uh, Tends to be a lot of fun for a coach too. To that, that's what that—that's a hack attack machine. Yes, sir. I was calling it—I called it a jugs machine. Is that—is that a football that's term? Probably, that's probably old. School. I mean, you guys—we might actually want to reach out to Hack Attack and see if they want to sponsor this podcast. Yeah, we'll you take. Know. We could always. You know, apparently, as a pitching guy, I found out you can't have too many hack attacks. Yeah. So we we started with like one and a half. We now have six. Six. What? What? <laughs> you know, like, can you can you buy those used on eBay? Maybe or you might be able to because I kind of want one. <laughs> it's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot. Of, the outfielders love it. So, so you just you just drop the ball in there, and the the spinning wheels take it, right? <clears throat> Sometimes I think it's more fun for me. Like the other day, we had them running. <clears throat> I had them go ahead and start running from from one side to the other, and then it was like Sega quarterback challenge back in the day, trying to hit them on a line, you know, with the low liner. Yeah. That's like American Gladiators. It was yeah. like American Gladiators, <laughs> tennis ball shooter. I remember that. Oh yeah. Every everybody under the age of thirty just went. What? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. What? It used to be the bomb, though. YouTube. Yeah. Go it check is. it out. Uh, you think it would do, like, obviously it does baseballs. Would it do, like, fruit, oranges, I have no idea. Potatoes? You'd probably, it'd probably get demolished. T-shirts. Probably get demolished. The the wheels would <laughs> tear it up. But, uh-huh. no, Craig was Craig was spending some time catching uh, a couple guys, and then he was doing pop-ups with the catchers, and then he just bounced out to right field so we could get a couple of reps in. He snagged a few over the wall, didn't he? He did. He did. He, he made a nice play up against the wall. You know, we – we have a great group of outfielders. We've got a ton of good athletes that that are here, and so that that Calm group's squad, gonna, squad, yes, yeah. squad goals. Squad. So they uh, they get after it every day. They do a great job. We got good athletes out there, and, and and they have fun with it. So, okay, I 
I, I, I'm sorry, Kevin. I just keep looking at you like, can you believe we're doing this? <laughs> so, all right. So we got that. That's kind of what we're looking at uh, as far as the the lineup and the defense. We'll come back. Well, I know we're gonna we're gonna do pitching last because I know that's what I know that's your deal. Sure. Um, but you want you want to talk offense a little bit? Yeah, I mean, again, not everything we're talking about here, I mean, it's subject to change, right? Like, right. It's, it doesn't yeah. have to really be done until after BP. Right. Um, you know, but, I mean, it's, um, I, you know, leading off the 2020 season, I'm excited to, to ride in Todd Elwood. You know, I mean, whatever shakes out in BP, I mean, barring, you know, he might get the flu tonight or something like that, but, you know. He, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't, hey, I'm reverse jinxing here. Reverse <laughs> jinxing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Is he still coming out to – Rihanna, Desperado, is that still the plan? I don't know. I'm actually looking forward to judging everybody's walkout song and deciding whether I like it or not. I, 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 everybody's I, got new walk-up I want to be surprised. Coach, yeah, Coach Stott, Coach Stott went through the uh, the walk-up list and just to make and with Coach Simmons to make sure that everything is clean, so I'm, it's on them <laughs> if it's not. Um, I, haven't, I haven't actually seen the list, but I know that he came out to a bunch of scrimmage and stuff like that, so, yeah, it's – Solid song. It's good. A good start. It should be a good start to the season if that's what he goes with. But if he changes it up, I'm sure it's good too. Now I don't want to. I don't want to sidetrack us here. But you brought it up. I, you you posted on Instagram the other day. Mm. You were you were posting a list of of song like between inning mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. I mean that's you're you're involved in that. What um, I mean you're, details matter. Yeah, details matter in our coaching staff for, to our entire coaching staff. So, um, I mean we want if there's a way for us to help fans and and everyone have a have a great experience when they come to see us play then we want to we want to try to help and and we're we're fortunate that we have you know an unbelievable marketing team led by Chris Fuller and Zach McKay and Carly De La Salle that that you know we can all we all work together on this type of stuff and we you know if there's songs that need to come out they come out and if there's stuff we but we put we so put was there like a fun. working list that you guys were and you took took suggestions and you kind of put some well we, we i mean we spent what did we spend three hours we spent about three hours as a coaching staff one day and we went through <laughs> our like all of our playlists and we were like you know, Are you sharing that on Spotify? I mean, can we get we, can we get we that can. On Spotify yeah, we can. list? Yeah. That's, a, that's a good point, producer. But Brad. I mean, again, so I mean, there's it, there's there's all of our taste. There's there's you know there's a little bit of you know the stuff that there's some songs in there that we've heard in the weight room. There's stuff that you know we've heard at other ballparks that we like. There's you know just different stuff and and um, you know so it's kind of scripted. Like we have we have a Friday. Like there's songs you hear in between the innings on Friday and new sets on saturday and new sets on sunday and a new set on tuesday right because i mean it's 55 games like do you like there's for us i mean we've all been at ballparks every day like the, i think for us the, there's a million songs out there let's just take the time to try to play as many good ones as we can and well you got johnny cash on the list if any yeah that, there you so go so i mean you'll hear you got cash. you got to have it in the mix right i mean good buddy of mine andrew miller closed for the yankees coming out to johnny cash so it's <laughs> If it's good enough for that, then it's good for it's good enough for the Niners. Right. We, yeah, we always look forward to the the walk up music because it's always a learning experience for us. We expand our musical horizons. I know my kids, exactly what you're thinking. My kids, about. my kids love it, and they uh, <laughs> they will repeat it, and they have have a good time with it. Yeah, it's like it's it's our guy. It's their pro wrestler moment, right? That's right. It's that's their right. Pro, it's their pro wrestler moment. So have at it. We yeah. we we got to do this. We got we got to talk about Jonah Patton for a second, right? Maybe we should save that for no, everybody. no, man. We're here. We're talking walk up music. Best <laughs> our best walk up story, right? Walk up music story. What you got, Jonah Patton? Was that two closer. two years ago? Yeah, two years ago. He was he was our closer. He's yeah. coming out of the bullpen. And it was like an afternoon, maybe a midweek afternoon game or something. Like that. It was, no, it, was a, it was a weekend game. Was it weekend? Because 
It was Sunday, wasn't yeah. it? Because the crowd was, yeah, okay. So we're sitting here, and here comes Jonah, and the place is just quiet. You hear a pin drop. And Jonah, who's oh, man. a different cat anyway, oh, and we God. love Jonah. We freaking love Jonah, okay? But this dude, closers anyway, right? Yeah. Well, he comes in to, to something called Cold Light Minnesota by a, a rapper named Lil Yachty. We learned that, yep. We had never heard of Lil Yachty. We didn't know anything about Cold Light Minnesota. And it's this rapper, but he's singing at the – I can't do it justice. We can't play it because we'll get sued. But it, it was hilarious. It was Coach, hilarious. You know, Coach, you know this one? Do you, no, man. I, everybody, I we will get it for you. We can't <laughs> do it on the. Yachty. We can't do it on the air, but we will get it for you. Oh man! And this is why we do. This is why we do this. This process. Kevin, right Kevin, and I <laughs> just exactly looked at each other and started. We were dying laughing. Dying laughing. And another guy, Ken Braswell, comes to the games. He's like, what is that? What is that? And then, oh, he was like, man. Yeah, he was looking up to the press oh, box. Yeah, he on. was looking at the press box. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we just lost it. Yeah. So we went, as soon as the game was over, we were on YouTube finding, finding oh, Lil Yachty, and we started listening to it. And then we started like tweeting like when Jonah would come into game hashtag Cole like Minnesota, and he bought into it and he was loving it oh, and man. we were just and then like what's so great is like you know I, I I work with I mean like like you guys I work with young people I work with college age students and I'm in class one day and somebody makes a little yachty reference and I go into Cole like Minnesota and they're like whoa. How you know about this? I said, Jonah Patton. <laughs> Jonah Patton. So after this, we'll get we'll get you hooked up with with Cole Lake, Minnesota. That'd be awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. like I said, it's always a learning experience. And, yeah, you know, we yeah. learned a lot that last year. Now you you I, looking at your list, right? And I'm sure there's there's more chains like that too. Yeah. Um, I noticed that that Cotton Eye Joe was 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 missing. Yeah, it's it's, it's is Cotton Eye Joe gone. Uh, yeah. I'm looking for a yes, by the way. Just yeah, yeah, it's, it's at least on the shelf. Like, uh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> thank you. You know, thank you. I'm pro- I'll probably wear that from about two or three people. Don't play it, saying it. And Don't play it. I don't. Play I don't care who you wear it from. <laughs> yeah, it's, coach. Um, it was time. It, it, it was time. And it would always I, take me out of the ball did, game. I honestly didn't even know that it was it was played here before, so I, it, it just wasn't even on my radar. So <sighs> why would it be? I don't. It's it's not. Why know? would it be? And, and and always after it was like it was like take me after the ball game, right? Seven yeah, minute stretch, yeah, yeah. and then we go into Cotton Eye Joe, and I'm like, I would ex- I would expect Outcast after the take me out to the ball game this year. We yeah we heard that we heard I, that at that's the, that's fine. The practice we got. It's not Cotton Eye Joe. There's gonna be some energy. There's gonna be some energy. Yeah. That works for us. That's some, awesome. Some not the kind I just not energy, but yeah, we're going different kind well, of energy. Yeah, it needed to go. Thank you. Yeah, that's thank you very much. Yep. See, that's what we're here for. See, yep. I, this is great. <laughs> this is great. This is what we do. This is right. We're talking. We're talking about music. So Positive okay. People. All right. All right. We're gonna we gotta get back to business. All right. Yep. So we got Todd Elwood. Yeah. Another one. You and I got that right, Kevin. Yeah. So you know, Woody, the plan again. Right. This is this could all change, guys. So like everybody sure. that's listening, and there's. You know, there's there's guys that we might not mention that, but you know, for the sake of, you know, promoting the program, you know, I, I think it's good to to note all that. But, um, but yeah, the two hole we, we should we should probably we'll probably go with David McCabe and switch hitting option that you know with one swing of the bat can really get the line moving. So, um, you know, when in, and 
the way we look at the top of the order is that there's only you only lead off the game once. So we want to try to get some guys back to the top of the order as fast as possible. So for us right now, I mean, that's that's McCabe, and we have a lot of confidence in him. So that would be the two-hole, playing third, more than likely tomorrow night. All right. Yep. So let's just let's just meander on down the list here. Yeah. What do, how do you see this playing out? Three, and we, we don't have to do the whole thing, but yeah. go, go, go as far as you want to go. Three-hole, three I'd look for Keiko playing right, um, followed by Rafi Vasquez in the um, DHing. And That's then, natural. Yeah, you, you know, what you guys probably expect. And yeah. then Carson Johnson playing second base, hitting in the five hole, followed by Jacob Whitley catching in, in the six hole. I'm um, just trying to break up some of those left-handed hitters because sure. we have a good number of them in our lineup. And Johnson at Johnson in the five hole. I mean, and he he was on base all the time last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's fantastic. Yeah, and then we've got so we'll have we'll look look likely for Whitley in the six hole playing playing catcher behind the dish, and then we've got Josh Haney hitting seven playing first base like we talked about a little bit early earlier, and then we'll have um, freshman Dominic Pallali in left hitting eighth, and then either Pennington or Weston playing shortstop hitting ninth love it love it love everything about it yeah sounds like a winning lineup to me uh, I'm, I'm just i'm just sitting here getting freaking pumped listening to talk about this <laughs> all right now we're gonna turn you loose yeah you talk about your pitchers yeah i mean so our opening day starters will be bryce mcgowan and sophomore right-handed pitcher in-state product up from from Kerry, and um gosh he's just been he's been so impressive with just how he's gone about his business since august I mean, he's just kind of had this look. Uh, I mean, again, I, I mean, August was really my first look at all these guys, right? But he's he's just had this look of like he's been a man on a mission since August, and um, he's worked extremely hard. Um, he carries himself with a great deal of confidence and maturity um, and presence. So you know, he's that's I think that's translated into you know onto the mound and and some of his stuff kind of getting to another level he's really worked hard to improve some of his secondary pitches and the consistency there so um I think that all those things combined with the the P3 partnership and and you know his training kind of getting to another level uh, it's it's been fun to watch so and he's not and he's nowhere close to a finished product I mean he reminds me a lot of um what former teammate of mine who, who Adam Warren Adam Warren pitched is pitching the big leagues now out of multiple teams bullpens but you know i mean to even be you know that's that's who he reminds me of so excited to give him the ball excited for his opportunity to to throw strike one for the niners in 2020 that's that's awesome yeah Yeah. he he stepped in last year as a freshman and and worked on the weekend so um uh, glad to see him develop over the offseason into a friday night guy Mm mm-hmm yeah, yeah, huge opportunity. You mentioned P three. How how did everything go this past weekend? With it went great. Yeah, I mean we had um, we had we had the guys from P three come in from St. Louis. They had the full setup with the semi motion capture and the high speed cameras and and that whole setup before our scrimmage. So I mean they came in and and reassessed our guys for the third time and got all the you know all the high speed capture and the three D motion capture and and that sort of thing. Kind of they get they had a lot of really good. Um, sit down time with our pitchers as well like really talking about their pitch their pitches and the movement of their pitches and the shapes of their pitches and you know why some of their pitches are 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 good and why they should continue to to do what they're doing and then why some of their pitches could you know maybe could how they can improve and get better just whether it's adding a little bit more lateral movement or a little more vertical movement a little more ride whatever it may be um, so those those are there are a lot of really good conversations on those lines this past weekend for the guys to take away right before, 
right before the season. So I think kind of give them some confidence in what they're doing. So it went great. Yeah, it was it was it was they were in town for three days and did a great job. Good deal. Um, so that's our Friday night starter, McGowan. So you want to move on down the line? Yeah, um, game game. Or, yeah, game two. Game two. We're looking to start right-handed pitcher Ryan Chanskowski. So Chance is. I mean, he's probably been our most steady, consistent pitcher since since August. I mean, he is. I mean, you. I mean, we've we've had to. You know, he's gotten to his pitch count every time and been efficient, and you know, the, pretty much every one of his outings, he could have kept going. And we were just kind of held him held him where he was. So that's always a positive thing, right? Like when guys can in scrimmages could keep going back out. So um, just love love the competitiveness, love the pulse he has on the mound. Um, you know, and, and I think our guys, our, our defense loves being being on the field behind him when he is on the mound. So, yeah, he'll we'll give him the ball Saturday, and then Sunday we'll we'll kind of we'll figure it out based on kind of how the first two go. Okay, TB, TBA. Um, a question about uh, Ryan, um, and and I could be wrong here, which I'm wrong all the time. It's part of being me. Um, it just seems like, and not not that the whole staff, not not that all your pitchers haven't responded well to to you coming in with with your methods and and the kind of the different way you look at pitching but it just seems like what you do like ryan was kind of like made for that i mean it seems like it just i I mean i mean maybe i mean he's probably our most inquisitive in terms of when the guys from p3 are in town and the things that we throw at him in terms of the training and and the technology and all these things yeah like i mean he's I mean, most of the guys are inquisitive, but he's probably the most inquisitive. I mean, he's the guy that if you told me that after he graduates, if he's not playing, then he's, you know, he's going to go up to P3 and either keep training and try to keep playing or he's going to go, you know, work for those guys. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, he's he's really sharp. He's really in tune with, with everything. I mean, he's – and that's that's what this, this generation of player is. I mean, they're – they're going to be this generation of players. They're this is the technology and the modern training is kind of all they know now. So, um, you know, us 35, 40, 45, 50 year old coaches, we better we better keep up because 10 years from now, these guys are going to be well versed in everything. Yeah, I don't know. It just it's just it's I don't know. Just a, I don't I don't really know why I feel that way about it, but it just seems like that they just it's a natural fit between what what you're looking to do and what he does and, and the way he is. Um, seems like that, that he will um, prosper in the system. Yeah, he's 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 done a great job since our staff's been here. So I don't I don't really know any other yeah. I don't really know any other version than that. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I talked to him yeah. in the fall a little bit. He said he's gained a little bit of velocity um, since last year. So and he um, he looked good. He looked good in the in the exhibitions I've seen. So yeah, he's got about as good a fastball command as we have on our staff, and and if he needs, you know, if he needs to throw the slider behind the count, he can. If he needs to throw the split behind the count, he can. Put guys away with those two. I mean, it's he's he's your, you know, he's 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 your pitcher, right? Like he he he's got feel and and he can do some things. So um, days that he doesn't necessarily feel as good, he can still compete and give you a shot to win a game. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the about the pen, but I, I think we need to we need to. Start by mentioning uh, Colby Bruce got some some recognition this week um, added to to at least one watch list, right, Kevin? Yeah, uh, stopper watch. Uh, yeah, the closer. Yeah, uh, the of closer the year. closer of the year award. So um, he's getting some recognition. Uh, that that's always good to see. So he was I'm, conference USA 
preseason first yeah, team as well. Yeah, so getting recognition all the way around. So um, I guess we're talking bullpen. We can start talking little Colby Bruce. Yeah, Colby. Colby's awesome. I mean, he's he's another one that's just been super bought into to everything that P3 and Coach Patrick and some of the recovery protocols that Bree, our athletic trainer, has put in. And I'm excited. I'm excited for him because he was already good. He was already good when we got here. And so I'm I'm excited for this his last go around to to try to take it to another level. And so yeah, we feel really good about him in our bullpen. And I'm excited. It's always neat for you to hear about your players. You know, getting getting you know accolades and and recognized. Um, you know, and I, but I know Colby enough to know that he's 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 more hungry to get recognized for what our team does this spring. So that's the that's the good thing about about Colby. And a Charlotte guy mm-hmm. and jukebox hero. That's right. That was his we're talk, while we're talking walk up music. That's right. Jukebox hero. He might have changed I, it this year. We'll, he, we'll find out. He could have, but I hope not. I it's like a good that. one. That's a good one, it's and, a good it, one. and it worked. Yep. You know, when you when you got a good thing, yeah. You know, when you got one that works, it's, it's you shouldn't change it. What what, what was yours? Um, I I came out to gosh, um, I, I like I'm a big '90s like '90s rock guy, so yeah. I, I I like Bush, uh, the the band, and okay. uh, and came out to what, Chemicals Between Us, I think was the name of it. So, um, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. No, it's not that, one that people are really going to know. I, I had that album. People I had, can check it out. I had the album. It was that the 16 Machine, Stone album? Machine Head. And no, second the album. second album. I kind of like the guitar riff right there at the beginning. It kind of rips a little bit. Okay. <laughs> well, you, you, you got any input on this, Coach Big? Coach, what, Coach yeah, Big, what was your walk-up? Your your walk Eye of the Tiger. Yes. yes. Was it? All right. <laughs> Let's see. We got class. We got Stott over there. Coach Stott, would, would you walk up. Uh, can't Stop, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yep. Good one. Good one. There you go. Good one. Okay. Are you going to have walkout music when you make mound visits? or? I was asked that. I I, I honestly don't care. Um, <laughs> you probably won't notice it anyway. We, yeah. we started that one time. Yeah. I just – Right? As, as, long yeah. as, it's, as long as it's nothing, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need, like, Darth Vader's, like, intro music no. or something like that. Just <laughs> we, we were joking around on Twitter and, and suggested Coach Hall come out to ZZ Top. Uh, mm. I'm bad. I'm yeah. nationwide, and then I thought you were going sharp dressed man, but yeah, no, no, no. And then and then <laughs> we were just kidding, and then it happened, and then we were like, there you go, power Twitter. Yep. That's right. And then I don't remember, I don't remember what Dodie came out to, but Dodie always walked to the music whether he knew it or not. Remember, <laughs> he he was he was bopping along, and he was like, look, he's walking to the music. He was strutting. Was, so we'll we'll be watching, Coach. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah, there is a song. I, I I didn't pick it. I don't know about it. So I don't know. Um, Stott's can, over there thinking, well, wait, wait, what can we get now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you talk about uh, maybe who's in the mix to uh, as far as starting for midweek or uh, Sunday or or who's kind of your? Yeah, I mean we, you know, we'll have everybody available for the first two games, and and guys to, guys have thrown bullpens this week to kind of line them up to be in a position that we've got a few guys that can come out of the pen Saturday and start Sunday, or like if they don't come out of the pen Saturday, they can start Sunday and be on schedule and and those types of things. You know, guys. I mean, Andrew Rhodes has really thrown the ball well in the preseason. It's been fun to watch him make a jump from the fall. Um, you know, and then Trey Starnes is a left-handed pitcher that's really kind of a bulldog pitchability lefty that our coaching staff really has a lot of confidence in. So you can see any of those two guys um, along with, you know, maybe a Patrick Sapinski who's typically been a reliever, you know, for us, but he's got three pitches and he's got, 
he's got a good pulse out there. So we've got we've got a, a a group of guys that I think are very capable of you know kind of being utility knives and you know can start them, can relieve them, that type of thing. Maybe you start it. Maybe you start one pitcher and get the first three or four hitters out, and then pass it off to the next guy in more of a lengthier lengthier role. You know we we're open to kind of all of those you know methodologies in like terms of opener. attacking the lineup. Yeah, whatever. You know, I mean, again, you're only a starter for, you know, one 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 at bat, and then from there you're you're the pitcher that's in the game. So whoever's going to give us the best chance to really kind of get, you know, the first three or four hitters out, you know, we'll, we'll consider all options. That's what I was was thinking about going with you next is is because you know when we started uh, down down your reading list mm-hmm. over the summer, you know, one of the things we we came into contact with was you know the the idea of these sort of antiquated like the closer role. Yeah. Well. If if you need you might need your closer in the sixth inning because that might be the key moment. And, yeah, and yeah, we call those leverage situations, and you know every every game has at least one where you know the the the, the game's hinging on what happens, and you know for us we we have we'll have a, we'll have a group of pitchers that we'll we'll you know we'll have the most confidence in at that time, and it it changes throughout the course of the year. Um, but you know, if that situation prevents it, presents itself in the sixth inning, and um, we've got a we've got a pitcher that we feel very confident that can get us out of that situation, and you know we have to weigh the odds of you know getting out of that situation now versus potentially saving him for a situation we may not we might not get to. Yeah. Right. Like if you have the bases loaded and one out, and you give up a double and you, in a tie game, your ninth down, inning won't matter, will it? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're you're saving an arm for a situation that you might not get to. So. We're, you know, those are we have all those types of decisions throughout the course of the game, and that's why I feel you know I'm I'm really you know for us to have the coaching staff that we have, we we put so much preparation into knowing our team and first, and then knowing our opponents second, and then you know really trying to educate ourselves as best as possible on you know just the numbers in general and and those types of decision making. And so again, we're certainly not going to be perfect, and and we're going to make you know, but. You know we're we're going to work as best we can to try to try to weigh out all those options and making our decisions. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we Why don't we move forward into the into the weekend? Uh, we got VCU out here working on the field right now. Um, why don't you guys share some thoughts about what fans can look for uh, out of out of VCU this weekend? Yeah, I mean they're going to return seven or eight pretty much everyday hitters in their lineup, so it's going to be a very veteran lineup. You're going to hear a lot of you know, sophomores or sorry, a lot of juniors and seniors when they announce hitters' names over the course of the weekend. So, there's a lot of at bats under their their belt. They've seen a lot of they've seen a lot of, um, you know, pitchers and and they've got a lot of experience in their lineup and defensively. So, you know, it's gonna really it's gonna be a great test for us on the mound um, and defensively to try to keep them at bay because you know they're they're a really good offense and they won 39 games in their league last year for a reason with seven or eight of these guys coming back so and you know coach Stifler's been there a long time and he's you know they're gonna have they're gonna have talented freshmen and transfers that you know we don't have scouting reports on or video on so you gotta have you know we're gonna certainly we're certainly prepared for that as well but um very aggressive on the bases I think they were nine they had 90 stolen bases last year they've got um, Brett Norwood, who had was 25 of 25, probably going to be there somewhere in a two or three hole t- this weekend, left-handed hitter. So um, speed's, speed's going to be an issue. We're going to have to really be fast, you know, quick to the plate. We're going to have to mix our holds on the mound. We're going to have to get, have good pickoff moves. Our catchers are going to be tested. So, 
you know, th- that's those are all things that we're going to really have to do at a high level to to be on the good end of these games this weekend. Um, on the on the mound, I think that's you know they've they've got some new faces, but like I said, I mean it's it's VCU. They win, they're they're at the top of the Atlantic Ten Division uh, or um, conference each and every year. So you know that the new faces that they have on the mound are going to be talented and they're going to compete at a high level. So you know t- philosophically, you know as a team, I think that's what everyone should really expect. I mean, coach, did I leave anything out? Is there? No, they they've got a lot of returners coming back. They're yeah. going to throw strikes on the bump. Yeah. They're going to fill up the strike zone with the guys that they got and then you know, they've got a talented group of hitters coming back. It seems like you know, it seems like there used to be another team that used to win that league a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they they won the regular season last year and um, you know, we know so well that it, it only matters in that tournament. You got to win that tournament to yeah. get that bid. Um it's just the strength schedule is not there. With the Atlantic Ten, unfortunately, but uh, yeah, they they won a lot of ball games last year and just um, didn't have a good week, and, and they missed the regional. It should have been a regional team, so um, know that feeling, right? Yeah, we, we definitely we know definitely that definitely ran that league some years, and then stuff happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny stuff happens, right? Funny stuff do happen. Well, so we've got we've go got ahead. Toby here, and yeah. we've been talking about this one question we want to ask Toby that we've been talking about for. Since we've read, ten, ten, <laughs> since we since we've read your bio, actually, I have another. I have something else I want to talk to Toby about. I know where you're going, but I have something else I want to talk to. I feel Toby like about. I should go, go take take a break, take my break, and eat my chipotle. Oh, right wait, <laughs> you know what? Hey, you could have been you could have been eating this whole time, man. Uh, go go ahead. I know where you're going, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow it up. Go ahead. You you ask Nick. No, I, you started this. Well, let's give a little background. A little, little background, ahead. Toby. Um, uh, Previous three seasons, you were you were with uh, PBR Texas. Um, before that, Kentucky um, Air Force. Yes, sir. Um, what was it? Clemson, Davidson. Clemson. Davidson. I was at Davidson before that. Davidson. I was at Clemson, Clemson before, before that, that for two years. Pembroke. Before that, I was at UNC Pembroke. Right. Coaching D two ball and get my masters. And then before that, uh, I was a high school coach at Mars Park, Providence High School, and I coached American Legion ball and I coached with the On Decos as well. So. I grew up here in Charlotte. Right. Yeah. And Coach Woodard said you had you might have a city of Charlotte tattoo on you somewhere. I might. I'm 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 actually working with Coach Stott and Coach Simmons to get in really good shape so that I can get tatted up. But I've still got a ways to go. <laughs> that that that's why I don't have any tattoos, Coach. That's why I don't have any. tattoos. Yeah, I want the canvas to look right yeah. before before I have the art. Not because I'm on. terrified of needles or anything like that. No, that would be ridiculous. no, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. So but, I, I bounce around a lot as an assistant coach, but I've been fortunate to work for some great head coaches. Every stop I've been, uh, I grew up playing for Tyler Simmons' dad at Charlotte Christian, Greg Simmons, who's still the head coach there. So I, I, I know the OG. Uh, <laughs> we call Coach Simmons the OG, the original, the original Greg. So The original Greg. Yeah, the original <laughs> Greg. All right, Kevin, hit him with it. Well, you worked at Air Force. That's probably a pretty unique uh, coaching situation for students. Student athletes are a little bit different there. Um, we saw on your – your your uh, your resume that you taught a, a specific course at Air Force Academy. I taught a couple. You're probably are you referring to combatives? Yes. Well, you also did survival training too, right? No, water survival. Wa- oh, woo, water, water survival. Su- water survival is different than survival training. Uh, oh, our cadets, naturally. our cadets would go through survival training during the summer, and that would usually be after their sophomore year. They would go through survival training. Um, but at Air Force, your PE classes. Mandatory classes are boxing as a freshman, 
uh, water survival as a sophomore, and then your junior year you take uh, C1 and C2, which is combatives one and combatives two. And so as a baseball coach, I was also a PE instructor, and I had to teach class. And, and that's part of the job description That is at a it's, service it, academy. At, well, at Air Force it is. And okay. so I was fortunate enough to get to teach, and I had options. They're like, do you want to teach softball, <laughs> racquetball, you know, basketball? And I was like, hey, I'm good on racquetball. I love it. You know, I'm good on softball. I, ca- I taught some softball classes too, but I was like, I really want to do something that's cool. And so I jumped in and taught combatives, which I, I had to – I had to learn a good bit of it, and so uh, I was fortunate that Dave Drenell, who is the lead, um, he's the lead instructor in combatives. He's a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Leanna Dietrich, who's his assistant, um, I was fortunate enough that they they were awesome, and they they help they teach and they teach you how to teach the course. I'm obviously a civilian. I'm not Chuck Norris, right, or Jean Jean Claude Van Damme by any stretch of the imagination. They teach you how to teach the course, and then. Uh, so I got to do a good bit of that, and it, it was fun. It was fun. Really humbling experience. And uh, the instructors and combatives that I, I had a chance to be around, guys like Scotty Marchand, who also was a former baseball coach, were some of the best teachers at anything that I'd ever been around. Um, and so it was a lot of fun. I learned a lot, and I also got my, my tail kicked a good bit. Yeah, all the time, you, and, and, and so I guess this 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 class meets in a in a gym setting on a mat, and you meet or, yeah the, the the combatives rooms, and so it's a wrestling mat, and it's it's a it's a good size room. It's now how how do you how did you get into? I mean, I'm sure the same way, but you're teaching water survival. Oh what, yeah, what do you know about water survival? Well, I had to learn a lot. Um, water survival was really interesting i love water i grew up swimming and water skiing going to the beach all that stuff so so i love the water so i'm teaching water survival um with a very young lieutenant who was a former water polo player at the academy and is now um he's now an instructor for a period of time at the academy and he's a he's a captain about six foot three you know put together looked like he was a college athlete so i called him captain america and uh so the first time i teach him water spot i'm like dude i don't i don't I don't know how to survive in the water other than, like, don't drown. I'm like, Bet you $100 I'll get you a rain out. (laughs) (laughs) Pull through them. I'm in. in. Uh, So I go, hey. I'm like, Maddie. I'm like, I need to, like, I need to take the class if I'm ever going to teach it. And he's like, yeah, man, jump in and take the class. So I'm taking the class, and I'm in, you know, the, the cadets there, they're in full ABUs. You're in battle uniform, so you're wearing full fatigues while you're taking this course in the water. So and they're 19. Well, the sophomores are 20, but there's some 19-year-olds okay. as well, and you're jumping off the 10-meter, right, which you you know nobody really knows how high the 10-meter is until you get to the top of it, and then <laughs> your mind tells you how high up you are. So I'm thinking. You're jumping off the 10-meter. You're doing uh, drown proofing. You're learning how to make a flotation device out of your blouse and your pants, learning how to clear water, learning rescue swimming stuff, and then you're also just – you're just getting some with with the swimming portion of it, right? You got to do 25 meters underwater without coming up for a breath. You got to swim underneath the bulkhead. Um, the 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 actual test that you take to um, to qualify or to pass the course is um, is pretty intense. Probably the most gassed I've ever been in my entire life. And so, without giving away too much specifics here, I mean, are you are you 30 something? Are you four? What were you four? Well, how? Let's just say I was born in the seventies. Okay, <laughs> he's, he's an R. Well, I mean, not, not now, but when you're, you're forty-one years I'm old. Forty-one, yes, sir. 
So how? Yeah, yeah, forty one. So yeah, I'm forty one. Born in seventy eight. Yeah, class of ninety seven. Charlotte Christian. Ninety six. Ninety six. Ninety six. Yes. Okay. Uh, he he was not in the Charlotte market. He was in in, I was in, in Durham. I was in Durham. Yes. I was. Gotcha. Now I got a question for you guys. All right, go ahead. So I'm going to turn this back around on y'all. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, baseball people are superstitious, or at least a little stitious. Even mm-hmm. if you're not superstitious, yeah. What are some of what? Do you, what is your routine? You guys know how Coach Robinson's big on routines. What is your routine the night before opening day? What do you got? Do you have something you go to? Do you got a movie you watch? You got a special meal? Do you have like a breakfast place that you go to the day of? I, I don't have anything. I don't have anything that that detail but i will tell you i i have already started thinking about what i'm going to wear to work tomorrow because i'm going to leave in work to come to the ball field okay i have my green nike tennis shoes and i'm i'm thinking what what i have gone that far ahead i've already started thinking yeah what's about, going through y'all's minds well well we're excited like nick said it's it's like christmas eve and he said we're at santa's workshop so yeah <laughs> um, but yeah uh as far as superstition things like well if we win i'll try to wear the same hat or Okay. Something like that. Okay. But uh, other than that, I just try to get to the ballpark as much as I can. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. But uh, now any, I did superst- do one, any I, superstitions for you? I'm not. Well, I tell you what. The the only my my superstition stuff goes with what we talk about in the stands, pretty much. With okay. What's going on in the field? You know, not saying this, not saying that. You know, oh. I, I mean, I'm totally in on all that. Okay. How many times did we watch? You know. You know, how many times did we watch Tyler Barnett, you know, back in the day, get deep into a game where we're all looking at the scoreboard going, huh, there's a category that's got a zero. <laughs> hey, Kevin, shut up, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> don't, uh, don't, don't even talk to me. It. Don't even look at it. Don't even talk to me. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Don't, just don't even look at me. Stuff like that. But that's, I will, that's, no, that's normal baseball. That's normal baseball stuff, yes. though. I don't know that we have anything that, like, like we kind of came up with. I tell you, I did do one thing. I did do one thing that I'm starting this season, and I really did it because of you. <laughs> Me? Okay. Yeah, straight up. All right. You wearing uh, your socks up? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. On your jeans? Yes. I'm not kidding. Okay. Okay, I don't have the baseball, but you wear, to your credit, you wear like baseball pants like God intended. Oh. And, then you're, and then you've got your high socks. I went on to Amazon and I ordered myself some green and white baseball socks. And so I, I mean I'm gonna be rocking khakis or jeans or whatever it is, but I'm going with baseball socks under stirrups. Well, I don't have okay, I didn't go all the way I didn't go all in. I have some stirrup socks. Okay. Yeah, they're the, which, the, the fake stirrups. Yeah, 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 yeah I, I had you. that. I yeah. mean now if I was stepping on the field, I would I would be in if you were coming on the field, we would get you real stirrups. I, oh yeah. That well I would insist upon it. Yes. Right? That would have like but see I'm just in the stands. But I also have some just straight green ones like you're wearing right now. And so I'm I'm going with baseball socks this year. There you go, man. Now That's when awesome. it gets when it gets warm and I'm wearing shorts. I mean, that could get. A, I don't know. Maybe I'll still go. You're on. gonna be. You're gonna be that guy. When it's warm and it's nice, I would love for you guys to wear shorts and flip flops because I can't wear shorts and flip flops while I'm in the dugout. Well, see, I've we grew up, in, but we grew up in the '90s, and the thing was Done. to wear the socks. <laughs> you got it. All I wear is flip like sandals in the summer. So nice. that's that's what I was saying. Oh, oh producer nice. Brad, he's like, I'm like done, like done. Hey, by what? the way, done. by the way, I play golf in flip flops when it's warm because when you're coaching or recruiting, you're always wearing shoes. Like you don't ever get to wear flip flops outside. So 
I don't play a lot of golf, but when I do play the occasional golf round, if it's warm, I wear flip-flops, not golf shoes. Good deal. I mean, if I uh, knew y'all a little bit better, I'd be barefoot right now, but I didn't want to I was, I was about to say that. Producer Brad, what y'all don't know about Producer Brad is is when he he does a lot of he has a lot of talents, and he's a very talented musician, and when he plays gigs, he does it barefoot. I like it. That's, that's his thing. Brad, what kind of music do you play? Well, there's also some religious uh, reasons for that behind that too, as well. So, I mean, I can start preaching if you want me to, but I don't think that's nah. The place. Just just leave your shoes on, man. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just leave your shoes on. But but nah, he, he's he's a guitar player. Um, he can play anything with strings on it. I've tried to learn stringed instruments before and can't do it. Um, and like he, I was trying to learn to play the mandolin. And and I, why I, the mandolin? I just I like that kind of music. I like okay. Americana. Got I like it. yeah. I like, yeah. I have weird taste. No, um, you're good. And and he had never played one before. And so he said, "Let me see that." He asked me like three or four questions. Well, is what's the string and that and that? And I answered his question. He goes, "Oh, okay, cool." And then he just starts hammering it out. And I'm like, you know, I, I snatched it from him. Give me that. <laughs> And you know, speaking of musicians, we have a we have a couple guys on our team that are putting some music together. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They're gonna perform music. Well, they're they're posting it to SoundCloud. I think the second track is supposed to drop tonight. Who's doing that? We missed the first track. Juice and Penny. So Jake Whitcomb, yeah, yeah. and Tate Pennington have uh, they put a track out last week, and they're supposed to drop another one. They were supposed to do it last night, and then tonight I think they pushed it to tonight. I don't know if they're gonna get it done, but it's supposed to be done soon. Uh, I think you're gonna like it. And are you, okay. are you their manager? I'm not their promote, manager. No, promoting it? <laughs> no. I just shoot balls. I just throw balls into the hack attack, and they there run to catch there them. That's go. all. That's all I do. So. Well, we'll have to check that out. Yeah, maybe that's some walk up music. Maybe you know what? I want I want stirrups, <laughs> and I want I want to feel balls off the hack attack. Okay. Yeah, I mean that could be. Maybe we should make that an auction item next year. Yeah, yeah there you go. You have to fight Nick for it. Four hundred. <laughs> Going once, you know that. I mean, so people people pay good money to get on the field. Yeah. Uh, there's a great movie called uh, Fever Pitch. Have you guys ever seen Fever Pitch? Yep. Seen yeah, it. you have. Yeah, with Jimmy Fallon it's about the Red Sox. Jimmy Fallon and Drew oh. Barrymore, the Red Sox movie, where uh, Drew Barrymore. I try to keep my Drew Barrymore quotient low. Okay, well, this is a good one. That's great. Yeah. It's really a romantic comedy, right? But mm-hmm. it's it's got the Red Sox as the backdrop and Drew Barrymore. I'm surprised you've seen this. Kevin. Runs on the field. I'm a baseball guy, man. Yeah, it's a base, it's a good baseball movie, He's also but a it's Yankees guy. That's all right. Yeah, it's, it's still baseball's baseball. Jimmy Fallon's a Yankee fan anyway. So. He is. He is. <laughs> okay. So Drew Barrymore's on the field and she runs over and she's getting ready to get arrested and Jimmy Fallon's right there and he goes, "Hey, seriously, how did the grass feel? Was it spongy?" <laughs> <laughs> so like, you know, everybody wants to get up, everybody wants to be on the field right. and if you're not, you want to know what it's like. So I'm well, a movie guy. We've so. ran the bases. Uh, this Our is, kids, my kids have run the bases. We, well, we went, we took the kids down there, and then we just did it. Yeah, yeah. and and actually, we're still going to be having marketing promotions. We actually had a meeting today with. There, we're going to have a ton of marketing promotions going to be going on. Whether it's little leagues that are coming out and they're going to stand for the national anthem with us, or whether it's kids running the bases and students doing the dizzy bat. So, you know, it's going to be a great atmosphere when you come to the ballpark. You're going to hear great music, and there's going to be fun stuff to do. Okay. Wait. Go ahead, Kevin. We're, well, go ahead. We'll, we'll probably have other times that we can chat with you, but uh, can you go? This could some, go on for yeah. a while. If, I'm in. I mean, you guys, you guys, listen. Well, he, well, talk, he, he coach is waiting to eat dinner. Is what yeah. he's doing. I, I, can you talk about um, your experience since you you, you came to Charlotte uh, for the most recent time? Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, 
it was a no-brainer for me when when Woody called me. Um, he's like, hey, man, I want to talk to you about something pretty special. I remember I was at the University of Houston running a tournament um, where I was scouting. But, uh, you know, the opportunity to come home, the opportunity to work with four of my best friends. Um, I've known Bo Robinson for 16 years. I mean, I can remember reading about Bo in the paper. And for for those of everybody that's listening that's old enough to remember what a newspaper was, yeah. that's <laughs> that's where you had to get, like, all of your updates from sports and stuff like that, especially local stuff. Check so. the box score. Yes, you check the box score and the leaderboards, but uh, I can remember reading about Bo Robinson when I was in middle school and he was in high school, and then when I was in high school and he was in college. So um, I got to know Bo when I was at On Deck, and he would come back and work out, um, and every time he hit in the cage, it you know sounded like somebody had a shotgun out back. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So... Um, got to know Bo him. Robinson beat baseballs like they owed him money. <laughs> <laughs> so it's you know that you know me and Bo have a great relationship, and then obviously knowing Woody for roughly the same amount of time. I met both of them about the same amount of time since we were at Mars Park. Tyler Simmons I've known for a really long time. So just um, John Stott's my roommate. So nothing beats living with a with a twenty five year old. You know, <laughs> I mean, you get to coach eighteen to twenty two year olds, and you live with a twenty five year old. And you know that they keep you young. And Stott's got a great baseball mind. He translates for you. Coming from oh yeah, <laughs> coming from the pro side of things, and and, and the scouting piece, right? Because that's what mm-hmm. he was doing for the past two years. So I mean, every guy on the staff has a lot to offer, and we have a lot of fun coming to work. Uh, we have a lot of fun. We can tell. Well, and, and hopefully it shows with the guys. I mean, we're going to have fun in the dugout. I mean, we're going to be professional and positive. But, like, you know, we're going to have fun when we come to the yard. So baseball is a great – coaching baseball is awesome. Um, enjoying every second of what you do and the people that you work with. You know, you can't really put a price on that. So my mom and dad still live in the south side of town. I've got my, – my brother's one of my best friends. And my 13-year-old nephew, I, I pick him up every Wednesday, which will change to Mondays now because that will be our technical off day. Um, I pick him up. And take him to breakfast, take him to school, and you know, grill him like a good uncle should. Make sure he's <laughs> making cool. good choices. So, That's right. um, but it's been awesome. The administration here is fantastic with Mike Hill and Darren Spees, and you know, everybody that's just involved in the energy on campus. You know, I grew up here, and obviously, you know, I knew about Charlotte. I wasn't a good enough player to to play here, but you you knew about the history of it, and you know about the players that came through, and I met a lot of the guys that that played here with Bo or at the same time, Eric Shanks. You know, good friend of mine. We were on the same travel team one fall. We grew. We actually were both playing for Gary Robinson that fall, mm-hmm. um, which is another Niner legend. And and just meeting all the guys, you, you know how special this place is to so many people. We're gonna get Gary on. That would be awesome. We're going I, to. I I want to be at the live session when you guys record it because that that's how much I think uh, Coach Robinson and just being around him and you know the knowledge that he has for the game and passion and you know. He's fantastic. So it was great seeing him at the first pitch banquet. Yeah. You know. We, we, we understand he has season tickets. He's still got, you Behind know, when you, and, and you, you guys probably know this. Like, when you talk to him and you start talking about baseball, you can see, like, the fire in his eyes comes. Like, it, it he hasn't missed a beat. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's, he's, he lights up every time he starts he, talking about it. He was it. fired up at the banquet. He, he was, he was yes. ready to roll. And like Nick said, he's season ticket holder. He's, he was he's, fired up the day we talked to him in the stands. <laughs> yeah, he was fired up one time at me in the fall when I missed a hit oh. and run sign in the fall of 1996. But um, I Good still luck. remember every second of it. So it, it was a lot of fun. I, actually, Eric Shanks, I got to spend some time with Shanks when he came back. Uh, he was on campus, um, you know, one morning. So me and Bo were hanging out with him. Uh, that, did, did, you get, did you get something to eat, Coach? I did not. I had to speak to 
some, some of the support staff members and game planning for the rest details, of the details. Yeah. All right. Well, you're back, and I'm gonna say we're we're way longer than normal, but this is just. Well, let's talk about it. Well, this is, yeah, we haven't talked about anything is, important just, while you've been gone. It's it's <laughs> been pretty much straight nonsense, but good nonsense. Oh, I mean, this is. I'm here for that. Yeah, I'm here for that. Um, at this point, let's go ahead. Let's mercifully wrap this up and give our listeners the rest of the day off um, because they're going to be listening to this on the podcast and, and they do have to get to the field by three o'clock. Yep. So yep. We, can't, we can't ask them to listen to a five-hour podcast before they get here. So let's go ahead. Uh, give you both, both an opportunity. It's, it's, this is it. What's, what's your final words before, before the, the new era of Charlotte baseball? Yeah, no, I just I hope everybody that, come, that comes out tomorrow, this weekend – you know this season i hope they i hope they understand how much this place means to our coaching staff and our players and we we do not take it lightly that we are affiliated with this great university and this unbelievable city and so you know from the first pitch tomorrow until the last pitch of the season we are going to lay it on the line and get after it in a way that hopefully we'll make everybody in this city um, in this community proud. I can't say it any better than that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You All right, well, we ready to do this, Kevin? Yeah, let's do it. All right, folks, so here's the deal. You guys know the drill. Um, if you need tickets, grab one when you get here. John George will sell you a ticket when you get here. Um, if not, give him a call tomorrow, 687-4949. You can buy them online. You can do all kind of stuff, charlotte49ers.com. Um, get tickets, get here, get ready to get rowdy for the weekend. Um, it's going to be the, – the weather looks like it will cooperate well enough. We've yeah. seen way worse for opening weekend, Just right? Grab, grab a coat. Grab a coat. Maybe it's, a blanket. Sorry. Hey, we've, sn- we've got we've, – opening weekend has been snowed out before, so that's and, not happening this weekend. And, and you can buy beer and take it to your seat now at and the Hayes. Maybe so. that will help keep you warm. I've so got to have that. It's all good. <laughs> it's yeah. all good. All right, so it's we're we're going to close it out with uh, nine across the chest, right? That's that's, right. that's our new that's that's our war cry here. Um, for all the boys here, this it's this has been Coach Bick and Coach Woody and Kevin and Producer Brad and I'm Nick, and we're going to see you guys real soon next at week. the Hayes next week. And next week. Right. Yeah, we'll be back next week. <laughs> we're, we're, uh, assuming our sponsors will, will let us come back, Hacky but. Time. Yeah, we will see you guys at the ballpark tomorrow. See y'all tomorrow. Go Niners. See you guys. Thanks.